0: Hi, everybody. Hello and welcome to Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive Behavioral Health for Providence here in Oregon and Chief Clinical Officer for Work To Be Well. Here with me today are two high school students and a college freshman to share their journeys with grief so super excited to have you all here today and as a reminder the information provided during this event is for educational purposes only it is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice we want to get started by having each of you introduce yourself where you're from and where are you headed this fall
1: Hi, my name is Lily Serbert and I am the college freshman. My hometown is Chinook, Montana, but I am a currently attending school at the University of Montana in Missoula, Montana.
2: Um, I'm Leanna um, and I'm gonna be a junior this year, a junior in high school. And um, I live in Tiger, but I am going to 12th in High School. There's weird borders. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hi, everybody. I am Finn Jacobson. I currently go to Rex Putnam High School just outside of Portland, Oregon. But today I'm streaming to you from Newport, Oregon, which is on the Oregon coast.
0: Finn is obviously really good at engaging in self-care, taking those last few days of summer before school gets going to get in one last beautiful beach trip. And the weather, I, I have to tell you, I know you all can't see this, but the weather looks absolutely amazing. I'm super jealous, Finn. So we wanted to come together and talk about something that I think we're all experiencing in the middle of this ongoing pandemic. And it has to do with grief because you know grief has been something that is more than just about the losses we experience when somebody passes away. It's also about all of the other losses and everything else in our worlds. And I really want to start out by getting some take from all of you how do you define grief when you think about grief?
3: That's a really good question. I mean, it, it just really makes you think for a long time because I think that grief can look so different to so many different people and we all experience grief in a different way. I think to me, grief really is any feeling that you get as a result of someone or something being gone. Um, and, you know my own grief has has manifested in so many different ways and so many different emotions and that that's why i sort of like to attach that very broad definition to grief any feeling um that that results from loss and i think that that can that can be pretty open-ended
2: yeah and um and i think it can also be different for how people are experiencing the grief like what stages they're in like I'm experiencing grief right now. I'm still in the early stages. Um, It's only been a month since my um, two year old pup has died. And um, yeah, (laughs) it's really heartbreaking. And so right now I'm like experiencing, like I would, how do I say this? I would describe grief in a lot different way than I would when it first happened. And it's probably gonna change in like two weeks or in a year, but right now it's, like the feeling when you can't make those new memories that's how i like define grief grief is not being able to like make make new memories yeah wow
1: i totally agree with both of you it totally depends on what stage you're in i remember when we had to put down my um my dog that was 17 no she was 18 when we put her down so i lived with her my whole life. It was so awkward coming home that next day from school and not seeing her sitting on the couch. Whereas now I'm like used to not seeing her there. And I just got to think back to all those memories that I had with her. But I definitely agree with you guys. Grief looks and is a lot different depending on what stages you're in and what you're grieving.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like in the beginning, it was, it was a lot different because it felt like it just slipped in my hands because I only had two years with her Mm -hmm. and like we were, she, she was hit by a car. So we had, we weren't able to like put her down or anything. And so it was really instant. And there wasn't that like little moment of saying goodbye. And so when it happened so fast, like I wasn't processing any of it. So I was describing grief as kind of like, I didn't know what it was. (laughs) So it was just kind of lost in my head. Um, and that's kind of an example of like how it's different for everybody and how they're experiencing it.
0: You know, that, that type of loss experience, um, you know, losing pets, super, super hard. Uh, we've got, I put down, uh, our two of our cats. We had a, a pair of cats who were brothers who have been with each other through it all, through it all. And, uh, um, one of them died before the other one did and watching the cat go through and and the cat, you know, had spent 16 years with this, this cat, with its brother. And, and to not have his brother there, um, you could see, uh, even, even the cat experienced, um, very much a different sense of loss. Uh, and you could see that he was sad and he was bummed and he would look for his brother and he would, and his brother wasn't there. And I think that was part of what really kind of, um, shortened his life too. Uh, so grief does impact everybody, including the pets we love. Um,
2: My dog had the same experience. So the dog that passed away had a sister and um, it was definitely worse for her because she was there when it happened. But um, that's just an extra detail I probably shouldn't have said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dogs definitely experience it differently. My dog, kind of, um, she excluded herself from everybody so she wouldn't want to do anything. She just sat in bed all day. And so we couldn't comfort her or anything. And that was definitely hard, hard on us too, because she was like, kind of like my anxiety comfort dog. <laughs> um, and then when I didn't have her, it was like, yeah, it was really, really hard.
0: So what other kind of losses
3: have you all experienced? Um, well, this year, this year has been tough uh, for me. Um, I this past October, we're actually, you know, at the beginning of this October, we'll be approaching a year since I lost my grandfather, um, and you know, it, processing the grief around around losing him. Um, you know, my grandpa is somebody who I who I spent every day of my childhood with, um, living a mile away from us as we. As I grew up, you know, my parents worked full-time, and I would go to my grandparents every day. Um, so, you know, my my grandma and grandpa both had a really uh, monumental part in raising me. And so um, this, th- th- this person just, you know, meant so, so much to me. And I think that it complicated things, you know, processing this grief in that, it was a gradual three-year process of him battling pancreatic cancer, which slowly advanced from stage one to stage four, despite multiple attempts to intervene. Um, and you know, I, I think the past, the, the the last year that he was alive, was spent in mourning, um, because I think that with terminal illness, there's that certain day where that fate, that sort of fateful appointment where the doctor gives you an expiration date in a way. Um, And I remember we found out, you know, nine months or so before he ended up passing that, um, that he wasn't going to survive. And I think that that grief and how it manifests itself, especially when it's over such a gradual process, it can really intensify. And also it can help prepare you better for the eventual final loss
1: um i've experienced i it's been about i'm trying to think here last march not this previous march mm-hmm. but of 2020 march of 2020 right before the pandemic hit I lost my great grandmother, which I'm blessed enough to have known her my entire life and for her to have lived that long. Um I lost her and it was it was the first like super super duper close family member that I lost and it was it was difficult. I took some time away from school. Well, my family was in town and I got to just kind of go and just kind of hang out with them. Thankfully, all my teachers were super understanding about it. And it was it was definitely hard. Um, Just this past two months ago, I lost a great aunt and we buried her at the same cemetery where we buried my great grandma. And. I got to go visit her and give her a flower that I had given, that I had uh, gotten for her from graduation in honor to honor her. Because mm-hmm. I remember her saying that it was always her. Her doctor once asked her what she what her what she wanted to do, and she said she wanted to make it to my graduation, which sadly did not happen. But I. Still gave her a, we left a seat open for where all my family was sitting and I put a rose there for, to honor her. But yeah, I've experienced, that was my closest like family member, but I've lost a horse, multiple horses actually, and multiple dogs and a few cats as well. So I've experienced all sorts of grief from all different ages of my life.
2: I guess I, I'm so sorry for you guys' losses too. It's definitely a lot different than what I've been through because luckily in my life, I haven't um, been able to experience, not been able to, haven't, I, have, I haven't experienced grief other than my dog. And so hearing about this and all you guys' stories is like, I don't know. <laughs> if it's, like, scaring me or if it's repairing me, but, um, I think what I've told you guys before, like, I've lost my dog, but other things that we can also consider losses, I lost things, um, and it's, like, it sounds, like, so silly, but, like, it really, like, there's some things that, like, I hold so dear to my heart, um, I had this one necklace that I got in the Dominican Republic, and it was just a random guy on the street gave it to me, but, I wore that necklace every day of my life. And then I went on a trip somewhere and I lost it. And it just, it hurt because that necklace um, went everywhere with me. Um, it went to my first day of high school, uh, mm-hmm. cheer tryouts, um, my first OASC camp. It went through, <laughs> it, that was a very big moment for me. And it was yeah, the necklace was so important, and to lose it, it was like, it was the one thing that I could, like, hold on to, and be like, it could bring me back to those memories, and be like, oh, that necklace was there with me, and then also, I don't know if this is considered a thing, but um, I just recently, I'm not doing cheer anymore, and it's, it's kind of weird, it's like, it's sort of grieving, because I've been doing this sport since I was in third grade and I've looked up to my cousin that's been doing it since I was four years old and to not do it anymore is like I don't know what to do with myself kind of like when you're losing like a person or you're not able to make those new memories um it's also hard
0: you know Leanna thank you for bringing those up because that that's grief too and that's super valid there's not like a, a chart here that goes oh here's the kind of grief you suffered and therefore this grief is more valid than this grief over here etc etc the loss of of objects and possessions and things that are especially like transitional objects that that carry meaning for us is super hard i mean i remember when i was young and my uncle ed who i had never actually met we had a We had a relationship via, I know this is going to sound insane, but we wrote letters to each other and we put stamps on them and put them in the mail. (laughs) And, and I know that's a new concept these days, but that was how I knew my uncle Ed and he would send me jewelry. He tumbled rocks and it was just, it was not, it was not like expensive jewelry. It was turquoise and mother of pearl and things like that. But, and, and they were things that, that were for, um, you know, somebody who was in junior high school and, and high school and things like that. And he had this ring that I wore every single day. And one day I lost it. And I still, you know, years later, remember that very well and all the things that that ring meant to me and what that was. That kind of grief is very real. And it's one of the types of grief and loss. But I but I also, before I go off this, I want I want to highlight the other thing you brought up. Losing an experience have you lost, you know, have others of you lost things like cheers a, a big deal? It becomes part of your identity. And how you manage and grieve through that. Lily, jump in.
1: Um, so you guys know that I tore my ACL in January. Yeah. And it was halfway through my senior year of basketball. So I lost half that season the last half of that season. And then the hardest part was the spring season during tennis because I had lost my junior year of tennis to COVID. And then I lose my senior year to my ACL. And my sophomore year, me and my doubles partner made it to state and went a good ways. And we were really looking forward to our junior year. And then it got canceled. And then we look forward to our senior year. And then I tore my ACL. Wow. And she was actually debating about not playing. And I told her, no, you need to play. Like if I if I could, I would be out there like you need to play for the both of us. And she ended up playing doubles with someone else and they ended up placing at state. And I was so happy for them and I was so proud of them. But it was so hard for me to watch them and know that I'm not able to be out there, that I don't know how many times I cried over that. I'd still tell people, and I cry over it. It's <laughs> it's just it's hard when you see someone doing something that you wish you could be doing, but you physically and mentally can't.
3: That's so true. I do theater, and like lost a lot. To COVID and the pandemic. Um I remember we were actually just starting the rehearsal process of our spring show when COVID hit. And then throughout my, you know, living in Oregon, not only was Oregon extremely COVID cautious um throughout the pandemic, as as Robin and Leanna might be familiar with, but my school district especially. Um, no no hate towards my school district north clackamas represent um but the fact of the matter is that north clackamas school district has taken an extremely cautious um and sort of preventative stance on covid meaning that while other school districts have um Eased back restric- restrictions more, North Clackamas has sort of consistently um hardlined a lot of restrictions to for the for the purposes and intents of keeping our communities safe. Um but what that meant for me is that not only did I did I miss out completely on um, you know, that that spring end of my sophomore year of theater, but I actually missed out on my entire junior year um of of theater and Almost. I guess, you know, we had a little like in-person one act that we performed at the very end of the year, you know, late June, but there were shows that we had planned to do that were canceled and shows that we did virtually, which was just not the same. I mean, it, it takes, it takes everything out of theater that, that makes it what it is. Um, the idea of performing in front of an audience and, you know, while we continued to try and make theater a part of our lives, you know, it, it, it was hard to do that when it wasn't in the form that it ever that it ever had been and you know i remember it being frustrating because um theater was not a you know oregon osaa oregon's um activities association does not actually regulate theater um or the arts we the arts are independently run and regulated um and so While OSAA released guidance that allowed people playing sports in my school to um, once again gather in person, sometimes unmasked, um, and allowed audiences to watch sport games, because theater wasn't officially regulated by OSAA, we actually were um, not allowed to uh, do the same things as people playing sports um, for, for the majority of last year. And so I think that, that that contributed to the grief as well of losing that activity is watching others' activities get to be reinstated and continue on um, while mine was still frozen. Um, and also just in different parts of the state where theater was able to happen, different parts of the country. It was really hard to watch the entire world moving forward without me. Yeah,
0: COVID grief is real. and And you all have lived through losing, you know, junior year, senior year, sophomore year, um, coming into now uh, this space of, Lily, you're you're in college and you're getting to experience all of these like wonderful, amazing things. But I can imagine there may be some traditions and things that are going to be different, um, that are going to be opportunities and and lost times. And I know Leanna, you were just talking about homecoming and what you, you all are doing. And how do you feel about losing those traditions that you lost because the pandemic came in there? And how do you help your peers deal with that too?
1: Totally. Um, traditions is a big thing that I felt that I lost a lot of last year. Even though I was I was lucky enough that I was in a small enough school that we got to have in person school last year. So my senior year, I got to have in person, but it was so different. It was we did this thing for homecoming. Speaking of the times, and where we would go down to the elementary school, and if you were like an athlete or a ch- or um pep band, excuse me, athlete or pep band you got to go down to the elementary school and you'd hang and you'd go eat lunch with a bunch of the little kids. And then you'd go to the, you'd go out and play recess with them. But because of COVID, they didn't want us um, interacting with them and having that close contact and possible close contact. So that was a tradition since I was in kindergarten and before that, because I still remember some of the beater buddies that I had. So not having it that one year especially in my senior year, was very difficult. So traditions is definitely something that's different. Here in college, even that we always talk about, we just had our convocation last night and we're just talking about how, how we're trying to like bring things back and get things together, but we still, um, like, we're still like social distancing or wearing masks, like, stuff like that every class period we have to go to we have to either sit in the exact same seat we did the whole semester or we have to write who's sitting about sitting around us every single day at class
2: i i feel like losing a tradition is you can really see like how much a tradition meant to someone because they'll work so hard to get it back because when it comes to like a pet or a person. You know there's no way of getting it back. But when there's a tradition, you're like, "Well, maybe there's a loophole. Maybe we can do this, maybe we can do that." And you just keep hitting a brick wall and you can't you can't really do the tradition. And it really beats people up sometimes because they feel so close because like it's not entirely gone, but you just can't do it. And I know that's hard for so many people, Um, whether that be homecoming, um, a family tradition, um, something that you do with your friends, Um, it can be so many other things, but yeah.
0: Well, you all are student leaders and you're, you're part of the influencers in your schools. How are you helping people? You know, how do you help people who are grieving? How do you help people who are experiencing loss? What do you do?
2: Um, I know that personally, when I'm grieving, I I like to break it down. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just saying no, we can't do it, we really have to explain why we can't take path A and why we can't take path B. Um, when you explain it like that, then people really get the bigger picture. Um, mm-hmm. And if they have an idea, you can totally come up to us with it, but just know that there might be <laughs> another brick wall at the end of that path as well. Um, and I mean, we're all grieving as well. We're, it's not like we're just trying to take the easy way out. We're all fighting to get our traditions back um, that we're lost due to COVID and everything's different. Everything has changed since then and it, it may not go back um in some places because um i mean right now um there's a lot of families at risk because the vaccine for um, younger kids hasn't come out and yeah. so we're also trying to be safe for them i mean my little sister at home isn't vaccinated and so when we go places we're also trying to keep her safe um but yeah when we try to we try to keep it tech i'd like to explain it to people in a technical term so they understand the big picture
1: um, another way that to help someone grief, you just you just have to let them know that you're there because everybody grieves in a different way. I know we've had multiple losses in my community and they were close. The people, some of my friends were really close with that person. And I've you just it di- everybody's different. You just got to let them know that you're there for them. And usually they'll come to you if they they'll come to you. I've had friends call me late one night saying, "Hey, I just need a place to stay." Like, I'm having a rough time right now. Can I just come crash? And I'm like, "Yes, my door's always open." Or some of them wanna just FaceTime and call. They wanna be like, "I'm having I'm having just not a good time. I just need to talk to someone right now." Sometimes you just got to hold someone's hand, just let them lean on you, let them cry it out yeah. or yell it out, scream it out, go break something. That's not that you're allowed to break, of course, um, but everybody grieves differently. The best way to help someone grieve is just being there for them. Don't try to like, don't try to say like, "Oh, I understand exactly how you're feeling. Oh, I get this." Don't do. I wouldn't recommend doing that. I just let them know that you're you that you're there for them and that you're always going to be there for them.
2: Yeah, I probably also should have talked about um, helping people and like not the traditions way as well, but when someone loses, like, a person or a pet, th- like Lily said, don't, I do not really suggest saying, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because everybody experiences it in such a different way. Because, Lily, like, you, we both lost pets, right? But, I mean, you've lost multiple, and you've also put down some. And... Mine, I. This was my only, my first gr- grieving period, and mm-hmm. and also and it just like slipped through my fingers, and I wasn't able to say goodbye at all. So if Lily came up and oh, I know exactly how it is to lose a pet, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, just holding someone's hand, because as someone that hasn't been through. That was my first time grieving. I didn't know what to do. I mm-hmm. had absolutely no what to do. And so, my friend, she literally, we just sat in my room. I didn't talk. I didn't say anything. We weren't doing anything. We just sat in my room and just, we just, were just there with each other. So, it's a note that someone was with me.
0: So, Finn, what are your recommendations to help somebody who's grieving?
3: Yeah, that's a really good question, and I loved hearing what Leanna and Lily had to say. Um, A little bit more about me, I am a volunteer at Oregon Youth Line, which is a um, teen-staffed peer-to-peer crisis line, Um, and, you know, I I work with grief a lot on the lines. There's obviously, throughout the pandemic and just in general, there's been a lot of grief happening um, all across the board, and so I think that, right, like, the nail has been hit, Directly on the head. I think that the best way that you can help somebody through grief is just to be there for them. Um, and also, you know, I think that's something that I found helpful in mitigating grief is um, I think people can really start to feel like what they're feeling isn't valid um, or is that they're crazy or that they're not processing this in a way that is um, really, that really makes sense. And um, I think the best thing you can do for someone is to tell them that what they're feeling is normal and what they're going through and experiencing is normal.
0: Amen, amen. I think that sums it all up right there, Finn. I wanna thank our guests today for sharing their experiences. I tell you, grief is real and it is okay not to be okay. We all process grief differently as you've heard today from our teens. And I wanna really thank and appreciate everybody who's joined us here on Talk To Be Well um, and for sharing your journey with your own grief. Thank you to everyone who's listening and thank you also for your your dedication to Talk To Be Well and for sharing us uh, on your social media. If you're looking for support with your mental health or with any other medical questions, please visit us at providence.org. And for parents, teachers, and students, check out the great things we do at Work To Be Well. You can find us at worktobewell.org. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and I think sometimes we show up on TikTok. We gotta get better about that one. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson. This has been Talk To Be Well. Thanks, everybody.